0: This podcast replay is brought to you by BocaJawSurgery.com. From dental implants, wisdom teeth, jaw surgery, and facial cosmetic procedures, trust your care to a board-certified oral and facial surgeon. Call Dr. Ronnie Katz today. 561-499-3331. BocaJawSurgery.com.
1: Ronnie, good morning, boys and girls. <clears throat> Man, I'm cleared up my throat there a little bit. Hope you all are doing well. Hope you're having a great weekend. I guess, right? Because this is kind of wrapping up the weekend. Now, for some of us, we're working here for you. We are here on Monday. Uh, yes, it is President's Day. And of course, but uh, I figured we did how well, we did a show yesterday. We did a little crypto show for you guys yesterday and more to come. Now, I'm going to start doing more and more and more. Do a few a week now. Uh, I'm going to start doing that. So uh, look forward to that. You'll get it on social media, not on YouTube. It'll be on Twitter, and it's there. It's a 45-minute episode yesterday. So if you want to catch it, it's there. We'll we'll have a I'll have a couple of uh, notes today, but we'll uh, we'll continue doing our thing. But if of course, if you have any crypto questions along the way throughout the show, you can go ahead and send them in, and we'll try to answer them. But uh, not a lot going on this weekend. Obviously, the whole All-Star weekend, I don't really give a shit about All-Star weekend. Dolphins add a coach, former player, uh, helping out on special teams. So we'll talk about Ronnie Bradford. Also, uh, get into a, another uh, small topic, too, which uh, I always find entertaining. Uh, we'll do that. Panthers, great weekend as a absolutely and thoroughly Thrash, uh the lightning boy that was that was impressive dude that was uh that was impressive on saturday what they did to the lightning so we'll get into that uh all-star i I, listen i don't watch that stuff to be quite honest i took the time to watch the dunk contest and the three-point shooting that's about the only thing I usually watch. And the dunk contest is very questionable for me to watch. The only reason I watched it, it's because of Jaime. And that's it, because one of our guys. I never expected Jaime to win. And, you know, he, he put some nice dunks. But, you know, like when I look at what McClung is doing, there's he wasn't going to compete with, with McClung. And McClung ended up, he got jobs on that first dunk of his, by the way. He should have gotten close to a 50 on that one too, but whatever it is, what it is. But, uh, the G leaguer from, uh, what is it? The Osceola magic or something, right? Is that the, the magic's minor league team? It's in Osceola. Uh, so the young man ends up winning the, the dunk contest. Our guy ends up in like fourth or something, right? Or something like that. It didn't matter. It was, I I thought it was, um, basically mission accomplished is the way i look at it mission accomplished for jaime mission accomplished for the nba trying to get this cushion under my ankle you know i got that messed up foot all right so um it was good for the nba because they got one of the most popular rookies to take part he's not a three-point you know expert so you can't put him in a three-point contest And really, the dunk wasn't really his thing, but you got the name in there. And I think that was a great move by the NBA. And then for for Jaime, you know, he deserves it, dude, right? Obviously, up-and-coming young little star there. And then get him in one of these events and let him enjoy All-Star Weekend. It's a great experience for the young man. It's a blessing. Everything was accomplished. I was really happy for, for Jaime Jaquez. And he gets to be around that atmosphere. And since he's already got that kind of swag, it's good for him to be around these kind of people because he's one of them. And so eventually, you know, he'll grow up to be our own all star to be there, you know, often. So it's actually pretty cool. But outside of that, I don't care about the game. What was it? 211 or 186. You know, it just, to me, you know, I think I saw people complaining on social media about the effort and all that. And it's like, what do you expect, man? These people don't give a shit about the regular season. You're going to expect them to care about the all-star game? Like Jimmy Butler doesn't doesn't care about the regular season. He could give a rat's ass about the regular season. So are you expecting these guys to actually give a shit about the all-star game? when they don't even care about the regular season? Seriously? Is that what we're talking about? Even Alarmo can't believe that. So I I found that kind of humorous for some people out there to be demanding better effort in the All-Star game when, you know. We have a player here that, you know, has completely annihilated the regular season. The, The NBA is... You know, people always used to laugh and and the joke was, oh, you're watching NBA. Just watch the last two minutes. Well, just watch the last two weeks of the regular season and then watch the the postseason, because that's basically what the NBA has told the public. We don't care about the regular season. Check back with us at the end. And however it turns out, then there you go. Because last year, the eighth seed made it to the finals. So it shows that really the regular season means absolutely nothing. So let's not let's not get into oh my god they got to try for the for for an all star game are you kidding me dude they don't give a shit they don't give a shit about the regular season as it is so it's uh it's just a joke to kind of think that uh, they're gonna make some kind of an effort in the uh, in the regular season when it's all said and done Ugh, can't get comfortable there anyway. So we got that going on. If you want to talk a little bit about that, that's fine. I I doubt that's gonna that's gonna drive anything, to be quite honest. David Faronis will join us at ten thirty. Uh, our Welt and Rayom Miami Dolphins report. No Ira today. Ira will be uh, tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow, uh, David Dwork will stop by at ten thirty. So we'll talk a little Panthers. We'll talk about the best team in South Florida by miles. It's not. It's not. It's. It's not even close. How much better the Panthers are than everybody else in town. Uh, so we'll talk to David Dwork at ten thirty. Ira will stop by tomorrow at eleven. So we'll end up with that. What else going on? Uh, let's see. Get into a, a little roll call. Steven Gonzalez is first in. Uh Steve Chapman in the house. Joseph. Yeah, Panthers are best team in the league, man. They're right there. Uh Chad, Brandon Flood, one eyed Jack. Uh, the knee's good after the shot. Thank you. One eyed Jack. But the foot is the foot is fine. It's just hard in this position to stay comfortable because I've got to keep my I I put my foot down. And then, you know, I got to it's like you got to watch out with the weight. You don't want too much weight on it, you know, because then it starts putting some. Some pressure on the foot. Uh, Jay Gelfand in the house. Alex Palenzuela. Gus Gus 1388. Gus Kyle Cockrell. Cosa Nostra. Ryan AP. Patton Asheville. Lisa Rose. Sharon Calderone is Jeff in Long Island. That is Popeye says Tua will dominate next season. Looking forward to it. Ray Sosa, Skyler Tipton, ready to attack this week like Jamie attacks the rim. Think Blue Dodgers. He's riding with Tua. Norcal is in. Oh damn, it's a holiday. Damn, I'm already at work. I'm right. We all are Uh true fin fan. I'm working as always from four 30 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. There you go. True fin fan grind, baby grind. Josh is in the house. Uh, what's a McClung? I don't know what it is, but uh, you can use it for your bathroom. J town. Good morning, y'all. Thanks for saying crypto show is only on Twitter. Saw it there, but it was driving me crazy trying to find it on YouTube. Looking forward to the shows. Yes, we'll build it up there. And then uh, if uh, we build it up well, then we can move it to to YouTube. But for now, we'll keep it on social media. Inter Miami starts on Wednesday. They do. You know, uh, Frankie, it's interesting you brought that up because I made a note here on it. And They had a preseason where they completely did not connect with their fan base. It's interesting. Instead of a preseason here where you're constantly training, maybe open portions of training to the public and have fans come over for the first half hour of training, they can see it. And then you you have them exit out. They could probably walk through the merch. You can make money. Uh, the media can cover it every day, talk to the players every day, have players on on, on platforms and stations all over, even though they're not very good at that. Um, play games against teams here, fill up the stadium here half the preseason because the other half you'll be on the road, but you'll be in other uh, American cities and it'll be an event and all that. None of that, dude. You did all the overseas bullshit that I get it. You were chasing the money because you signed this guy and all these other guys and you've got to try to make money. But, you know, it's funny how you've got a preseason and you had the quietest preseason I have ever seen any professional team in South Florida ever have with the biggest name in the history of South Florida. Or second, I don't know, Pele coming to town a couple of times. But he didn't play here, so it doesn't count. So we'll go with 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 Messi as number one. And wow, dude, like you had a completely disconnected preseason, and now you're just going to reappear on Wednesday against Real Salt Lake. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's odd. It's odd. It's not it's not the normal way to start a season. It's not a way that you really are connecting with your fan base. You know, think about this. Think about this. Okay? They don't think about these things because they're just thinking about money and they don't really give a shit about the ultimate good of it. You know what I'm saying? got to be honest here. I don't work for them anymore. So uh, I have nothing but love and respect for them, but I got to do my show and I got to call it like I see it. Okay? You charge an arm and a leg to see Messi all the time. Imagine if you would have opened half an hour of practice every day. Just free. Let the kids come over, watch Messi and the guys practice for half an hour, individual drills, bullshit stuff. But you left it free for your, for your fans. Because a whole bunch of those people that would have gone over, they can't afford the tickets. Would have been your opportunity to give back some to your community. You know what I mean? But you don't think about those things. Because in the end, all you're thinking about, oh, wow, we're paying this guy a boatload of money. Let's find whoring ways we can go make more money on the way back. So let's go play six games all over Central, South America, and Europe, or whatever the hell, and charge an arm and leg so we can make money back. But yet, never connect with our our fans here. You know, it's just... These are the things that just go by and people don't really look at it. Inter doesn't look at it, whatever. You know what I mean? Many franchises make mistakes. You know, this one in particular, um, while the owners are awesome and will spend money, the way they manage things, they miss a lot of shit, a lot of shit. And this is one of them. This is one of them because... You know you're so focused on getting the money back and really not growing here in south florida like you should because remember you're not really growing nearly as much as you think okay half of the people that go see inter i'm gonna say half they're not inter fans they don't give a shit about inter they don't care if the team wins or loses They just go there to go see Messi, and then they walk away. They don't care about the team. If they bought the jersey, it's not because they care about the team. It's only because it says Messi on it. And so they had their chance to see Messi. But when Messi's gone, you'll never see them again. They don't care about Inter Miami. They don't care about your team. They don't care about the MLS. And in the end, this is kind of your doing because you're making it a complete mercenary hire where you're not really maximizing what you could do with that you know unfortunately but it's all about the cash baby all about the cash and you know what that's the way you should carry yourself too because that's all they ever care about the cash uh hong kong took that ish personally yeah I'm right, they got their money back. Panthers pass the Bruins to lead the division as the Lonely Sa- lowly Sabres. As a lowly Sabres fan, I appreciate that. You got it, party's over, Bubba. We've been waiting for this for a while. They've been building it up. Our team has gotten better and better and better. Sam H is in the house, and he says, we love Tua. Cosa Nostra says, Real Madrid. Gordon Shumway is in. Doing something good for the people, the fans, is underrated. Very much. Frankie, look at him with Ethereum. Yeah, baby. cross 2,900. Let's see if we could get to 3,000 today. Relentless says, I'm in Madrid. The Dolphins are on the way to play in Madrid Stadium. Are they? Is that a... Uh, I don't think so. I don't think they're playing in Madrid this year. I don't think they were chosen. So... I may be wrong on that, but I don't I don't think there's any there's no travel for the Dolphins this year. Am, am I not right on this, Sean? They weren't picked for Madrid, right? Right. Yeah. So, no, no, there's no travel this year. Why, why, and by the way, why do you want to do that to Sean and I? Why do you want to make us wake up at 5 a.m. to go do a pregame show? You know, I mean, have a heart, man. You know, be a be a decent human being here. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Uh. by the way, uh, we love talking about Top Gun indoor range next uh, next month. Okay, Uh, we're not going to do it this month because I've got the uh, foot deal. But by the end of March, uh, I'm out of the boot and I'm ready to go. And so I'm ready for our shooting contest. And as Sean knows, I am an exceptional shot. You know, Uh, I am just absolutely amazing. So um, look out. No, but seriously, customer service, second to none at Top Gun Indoor Range, family atmosphere. They've got the latest in indoor quality and targeting systems. They've been around for four years. They're the largest archery indoor range in Dade County. As for the gun range, has 18 lanes, 25 yards, longest distance indoor range in Dade County. They've got self-defense classes for the ladies. We will have a shooting contest at the end of March. So... Uh, Get ready for it. We'll give you the date. Uh, Probably by the end of this week, we'll give you the date for the end of March, and we'll be promoting it for the next couple of weeks. So we'll have some fun. But appreciate all of you out there. Go check out Top Gun Indoor Range. Tell them that Big O sent you, 305-306-7333. Let's see. Way to grow passion for the local team, Inter-Miami. Yay. Yeah. Big O, have you started looking at prospects for the NFL draft? A little bit, but not much. I'm, I'm waiting for free agency, and then I'll start to make calls and start to focus in on what we want to do. But I'm not wasting my time, you know, looking at all the positions and everything yet until I kind of know what we're doing in free agency. So, you know, uh, but I will. I will. We will have – we have so much time for draft talk. I am not in a hurry whatsoever. I Listen, you know, guys, ladies and gentlemen out there, I, um, I understand what goes on here and what develops every year. This is my 34th year, so I'm not new to this. You know what I mean? Um, but I understand that Dolphin-centric shows – they're limited. That's what they are. That's all they can do. That's all they can talk about. That's the only reason people tune into them. Okay? So, they have to come up with dolphin bullshit. And by the way, guess what my job is now every year? Yeah, no, no, that Jonathan Taylor stuff is not going to. No, 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 that Dobbin Cook stuff is not, No, they're not trading Tua. You know, so, that's all I spend my offseason now. Because dolphin centric sites, all they can do is talk dolphins. So then they have to start inventing subjects like should they, you know, like people you have been sending me stuff. Oh, should they bring in competition? My boy Frankie said that crazy ass shit. And so then you've got sites that either got to talk about it or write about it, which is completely stupid. Just like trading for Jonathan Taylor. Or giving Dalvin Cook some big contract that some media members thought they were going to do or trade for. So I get what I have to do now in the offseason. In the offseason, since Dolphin-centric sites, all they can do is create bullshit every day because it's all hypotheticals. You know what I mean? Oh, should we go make a move for Justin Fields and, and ship Tua somewhere else? It's an article for some guy. For me, it's a waste of time and it's stupidity. So I understand that a lot of you follow other dolphin-centric sites, okay? We're not that, okay? We give you plenty of dolphin insight, way better than all of them, pretty much. We break way more stories than every, every single platform that's all dolphins, pretty much, okay? Way more. In fact, most of them don't break any stories. If we're being honest, most of them break zero stories. Okay? So we break way more stories than all of them. We give you more insight than most of them anyway. Okay? But we're not going to cater to the desperate dolphin fan that wants me to just create a topic just to create a topic. I I, I just can't do that. And plus, I don't have to do that. They have to do that. They're stuck chasing their tail for 365 days. You know what I mean? I don't need to break down all the running backs. Sorry. I don't know. Go need to do a video to talk about all their tackles and should they get another one just because I need to fill time. Can't do that, bro. So if there's actual news, we're going to tell you about it and we'll talk about it. We'll go in depth on it. We'll break it down, all of that kind of stuff. But we're not here to create silly hypotheticals every day like other sites have to because they have no choice. I go can, I can talk about the Heat. I can talk about the Panthers. I can talk about the Marlins, Inter-Miami, the Canes. They can't do that. So that's the difference. I'll go into crypto and I'll talk about life and I'll talk about music and entertainment. We're a a whole a whole talk show. So we talk about all kinds of things going on. You know what I mean? So, yes, I love the Dolphins. I'm a huge Dolphins fan. I've covered the Dolphins for now 34 years. We'll break tons of stories for you but we're not going to sit here like last year. We'll just shoot it down for you and we'll tell you, yeah, no, that's stupid shit. You know, um, whoever it was that reported that to, that they were, they were looking at another, uh, quarterback and this and that. And I told you, no, that's not true and all that kind of stuff or the Dobbin cook stuff or whatever. So that'll be my job. Okay. To tell you that that's just people that, they have to do this. They have no choice and God bless them bro. You run an all dolphin centric site or an all marlins or heat or whatever you've put, you've put it you've put yourself in a corner and now that's all you can talk about all year long. This is the Big O radio show. Doesn't say that it's all fins or all heat. Or all Marlins, or all Inter, or all music, or all entertainment, or all crypto, or all whatever. It's all everything. Okay? So, I love the hell out of you guys. I love the Dolphins more than anybody in the media. Okay? So, I'm the guy that actually gives a shit about the Dolphins, wants them to win. But I'm going to call it like I see it if they're not doing something right. But I'm not here to create bullshit and to create crap stories that are not true. I'm not here to get excited about Albert Wilson or or uh, or uh, Robbie Chosen. Like we've had media members the last four years go crazy for a receiver that isn't going to make an impact. I don't need to write that story. I don't need the extra clicks for it. I'll just tell you the honest stuff. Those guys can't cut it. They're barely good enough to even be on the roster, but I'll let everybody else talk it up because you know, it's what they have to do. So they have to break down all the minutia and they have to talk it up. Whatever it is, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I'm not here to try to make you mad or make you happy. I'm not here to try to create some kind of controversy that isn't there. I'm here to talk about what's actually really happening with all with all the teams. Not just the Dolphins, but the Hurricanes and the Marlins and the Panthers and the Heat and Inter-Miami and anything in the NFL and Major League Baseball and NBA and you name it. That's what we're here to do. Okay? So I love the hell out of all of you out there, but we just don't play that game. I, I don't need to. I don't answer to anybody. You know what I mean? So if a video gets 1,000 views or 10,000 views or 30,000 views, well, God bless. Great. If it doesn't, it is what it is. I move on. I don't worry about this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So just want to make sure you all understand where we're coming from, especially for you newbies out there. We'll just keep you level headed is kind of what we'll do here, because that's what we do. Uh, let's see. Chicago White Sox have canceled Fan Fest two to three years in a row now because they are scared of accountability. That happens. Uh, UFC thinking of having fights in Santiago. All right. Sam H says Libras are often very eye-hand coordinated. Not surprised. O is a crack shot. I'm actually bad. <laughs> uh, Cap for life, yes, Panthers are legit. They are as legit as they've ever been, my brother. They have what we call a a potential Stanley Cup team, dude. Big time. True Fin Fan says, I'll be a 1,000% honest. I don't care about anything that has to do with soccer. However, I will root for anything Miami and their success. There you go. Nothing wrong with that, man. That's a good one. I like that. I like that attitude. Fin fans forty seven is in the house. Cap for life is in the house. Uh oh, isn't a dead eye. He's a dead uh. oh. Yeah, kind of. Agents and beat writers are in bed sometimes. Sometimes. Some writers won't say things about certain players so they don't piss off the agent. I, on the other hand, you know, I will tell the agent about his player. <laughs> Which is not really what you should do. Then <laughs> the agent kind of gets mad at you. But I'd rather not be a phony. I'd rather say, yeah, I don't believe in your guy. I remember... uh uh Harold um oh god now I'm forgetting his last name but he was the the agent for oh god what's the name of that tight end Sean that we had here about I don't know maybe eight years ago and then he signed with Buffalo and um he had some speed um his problem for me was he played small he he could not go up in the air and uh he signed a free agent contract in buffalo come on man somebody help me out with the guy so it's like charles clay thank you dude Fucking a man way to go one way to go brian um good job guys good job so so I'm, i'm i'm talking with uh charles clay's agent it's like two in the morning we're in an apartment in the combine, some apartment in like the 15th floor or something. And there's several agents, several assistant coaches, couple head coaches, actually. I'm not gonna say who were there. One of them was completely wasted. Um, and we were there to like four in the morning talking whatever business, sports, whatever. Okay. And uh, and so I go to Harold and uh and he goes, so what do you think about my guy? And I go, well, he plays small. That's my problem with him. You know, he, Charles got speed. Oh, no, he could play big. I go, no, no, he can't. No, he can't, Harold. He doesn't play up in the air, bro. He never plays up in the air. Go watch the highlights, man. He's all right. He's not a bad player. But, you know, uh, I kind of like my tight end to be able to high point balls and to play, you know, a fade In the end zone and all those kind of things, and that wasn't really Charles's game. You know what I mean? And by the end of the conversation, he he was pissed at me. (laughs) Oh man! But that's man. I don't care who you are—if you're a family member of mine, a friend, uh, a sponsor, whatever—I'm going to be brutally honest with you, dude. You know, and if I disagree with you, it is what it is. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? If I think you're saying something stupid, I'll tell you. And I don't care who you are, too. Top of all of that. You know what I mean? It's kind of the way I am, you know? But, uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those that I, I'm i just not going to play that game. So, anyway, it is time to talk a little Dolphins football. Let's check in with the one and only David Faronis on our Welt and Realm. Miami Dolphins report.
0: All rise, football fans as the Welton Real Miami Dolphins report with David Veronis is in session. Walton Rayom has more than 62 years of litigation experience handling insurance disputes. They are committed to resolving even the toughest insurance claims quickly. Call them for a free consultation. 954 966 4646. Here's Miami Dolphins insider, David Feronis.
1: David Crypto Ferronis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I just jumped in. I was still hearing the intro on my end, and then I, I, I was able to uh, just hear <laughs> the new nickname you gave me. But apparently, I need to get on Crypto.com uh, instead of Robinhood, so I get access to yeah. a lot of these uh, these really good ones that that, that you're finding and, and you're naming.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, you you can't do anything on Robinhood, bro. No, 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 no. Yeah, you need a you need to get a real account. And I think uh, I think Polly hit a dollar, by the way. <laughs> so. H-bar hit 10 cents. Yeah, I, I, I told you, bro. I'm just, you know. you know, I've been on H-bar since it was at 4 cents. So, right now at 10, dude. I'm, like, killing it in a half right now. And it's just, like, starting. Like, just starting. Like, I expect H-bar to be at maybe 40, 50 cents when it's all said and done. So, I still expect it a 4 or 5 time from where it's at right now. That's just me. I'm not a financial advisor, of
2: course. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> always, got, always got to preface it with
1: that, of course. Always, because, you know, I just, uh, you know, I just say, oh, I can't tell you anything about Jasmine since it's up 20% today. You know, I, I, I can't do these things, you know, so I just, you know, I just got to move on. You know, this was at .33, now it's at .80 of a cent, so... You know, I can only guide you to, you know, you can only lead a horse to water. It's up to the horse to start drinking after that, you know, it's up to you. All right. So is Ronnie Bradford the answer for our special teams coach?
2: (laughs) Okay. I I was pretty certain I'd come on the program and then I'd hear uh, Danny Crossman's name (laughs) here, but, but you want me to say it. So, um, yeah, well, so uh, change it uh, for uh, with an assistant special teams coach. So not, I know a lot of Dolphins fans want to see uh, the the change at the special teams coordinator position, Danny Crossman. But uh, it seems like it's another offseason where uh, that is uh, where he's being retained uh, as we just go through uh, just time where uh, nothing changes uh, with that position. So I got
1: I got to get into that building and find out what I have. Have you been able to find out? or explain what was the decision? Like, what is it that they don't see wrong with Danny Crossman that we see wrong all the time? Because that, that, that to me, is, like, that's one of the mysteries of, of the world right now. I mean, when we talk about Earth and things that you need to, like, answer and wonder about, one of them is, how is Danny Crossman still with the Miami Dolphins? I mean, that is one of Earth's mysteries right now. Yeah.
2: We haven't had access to Mike McDaniel since uh, really uh, the end of season press conference. So he did just introduce Anthony Weaver. And then he, you know, he it was like a quick thing. He said his own thing and then uh, bolted away. So he wasn't fielding questions. Uh, he will speak at the combine. So that's something for next week uh, that potentially we can get that question in. Uh, and there will be a lot of questions to ask, or if not, then we're finding a time during OTAs or something to get the question in. But yeah, um, so one thing I might point to or is something Danny Crossman pointed to maybe going into that last uh, week of the season going into the playoffs is that after they had those two back-to-back uh, returns where there was the kick return uh, against Baltimore in the penultimate uh, regular season game and then the, the uh, punt return for a touchdown that turned the Buffalo game uh, upside down was that uh, they were really high in uh, both of those uh, well, Coverage areas as far as average return or one of the, one of the the average I believe yeah it was average return in each kick return and punt return coverage before those and then large returns obviously send you uh, in the other direction so uh, it came up at the worst time for uh, Crossman's unit uh, at that point and then in other areas. Braxton Berrios, solid in the return game. Always very reliable with his hands back there. And then uh, Jason Sanders did make uh, strides uh, this season after a couple of, uh, of uh, uneven years before that. So uh, so those are a couple of other things maybe they're, they're pointing to.
1: I remember Ronnie Bradford as a uh, draft pick and obviously didn't last very long uh, here and was Montana's defensive coordinator – uh, last year and has been uh, in college for for a while now. Um, I wonder there's got to be some besides the dolphin connection, but there's got to be some connection to some of these coaches, right? I mean I would imagine there's something there, right?
2: Well, I was looking at down at his uh, resume and then he happened to be he happened to be uh, the Denver Broncos uh, special teams coordinator when uh, Mike McDaniel was interning there. Uh, as he was uh, finishing up college uh, gets into coaching and his first unpaid internship job under Mike Shanahan with the 05 Denver Broncos as Mike McDaniels an intern uh, Ronnie Bradford was a special teams coordinator there so that's one connection I was actually going to ask you what happened well with with him with the Dolphins I wasn't uh, really paying attention 93 I see he was the the fourth Dolphins and then he was with the Broncos by the time the the season started. So just didn't make it uh,
1: during during training camp. Or. We weren't very good drafting in those days. Oh, yeah. that's, that's just, just
2: kind of just those hard. days.
1: Yeah, that's just kind of. Well, I think we're pretty good drafting now. Oh, dude.
2: yeah, there's, yeah. There's been some uh, last couple of uh, of drafts. It's kind of just they punted on it based on giving away a first round pick, and then two years ago didn't have any first or second. So first selection yep, was
1: number for Jalen Ramsey, I mean, yeah, you know, it's not like you're, you know, it's one a couple years ago. One of them was for Ramsey, one of them was for Tyreek, right? Tyreek Hill, yeah. So instead of uh, well, yeah, right, yeah, Ramsey uh, actually sent a
2: third round pitch. So
1: the draft for that because you kind of felt you were closer. So now get some veterans to help you put you over the top, and I kind of understand that it's just unfortunately the the injuries have never worked out the last two years for this damn team. It's just absolutely decimated them, but I, I don't pick on them for that. They can draft nowadays, dude. They could find people undrafted nowadays.
2: Yeah, have found some undrafted gems. The 21 draft was uh, was very good for this team. Obviously, 2020
1: was better than Ronnie Bradford. What's up, Cater Kohu? Is better than Ronnie Bradford,
2: is better than Ronnie Bradford was in, in 93. Yeah, so. I got you. He struggled a lot this, this second season. So he's going to have to turn it back around. Um,
1: I, I think, it's, I think it was more about scheme and everything else. Yeah. And I, I, I have a feeling with this Weaver guy that he's going to look at players and say, okay, this is what I have to do with you. This is what I have to do with you. Okay. Now let me design my scheme to make sure it complements what I have. Instead of I have my scheme. Let me try to fit the, the pieces in my scheme. That's not the way coaching goes. Coaching like,
2: Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. Oh, yeah,
2: I was going to say for a guy like Kater Kohu, that's a challenge when you make it as an undrafted guy playing one system which was a complete 180 from the one you go to, then that's a big uh, switch to go into year 2 and have to completely change schemes like that. Right.
1: Exactly. And and cuz he's young, you also have to give him some time and he has to grow. He, he this was only his second year. So again, we got to kind of slow down here, and, and and plus he's undrafted from Division right. Two. I mean, give me a freaking break! But um, yeah, no, I I saw the hire, and I uh, and again, I just thought of you know special teams wise. Now let let me let me let, let's have some fun here now, because one of the things that I uh, talked about last week when it comes to Weaver, there's a couple of positives that could come out of this. One. Does he does he carry himself like a head coach or not?
2: Uh, as far as his personality wise, yeah, I, I totally see it. I see him as as a candidate uh, for it, uh, a leader of men that he could lead a whole unit. Um, and then I think with with the Dolphins specifically, I believe Mike McDaniel is a guy that would give uh, the keys to the defense to his defensive coordinator. So uh, similar to what he you know he let Vic Fangio mm-hmm. lead that side of the ball uh, this past season. So I could totally see Anthony Weaver just getting that shot where, okay, you have this side of the ball with this team. And then now this is almost like you're, you're also interviewing for next year's head coaching job with, through your performance with how you lead that uh, side of the ball. And then just how that transcends into how you can just lead on overall locker room.
1: And worst case scenario, if McDaniel is off the rails and, not the answer you might turn to him okay so that's something there that you might have a young head coach that you're developing there for the future here or somewhere else another I,
2: thing here i was here people say sometimes like um brian flores before mike mcdaniel uh whether he was uh too worried about hiring uh the guy that would replace him if he hired too good of an assistant coach Right. So I like the, the the show of confidence from Mike McDaniel that, sure. you know, I mean, I'm bringing yeah, the guys that we need. This is about uh, bringing the right guys in to, to have the, the, uh, the optimal uh, coaching staff to lead this group and that he felt he was the right guy for the defense and a guy that is on his way. Uh, similar to Mike McDaniel, how he was after one year as an offensive coordinator, uh, and the Dolphins were the only team to give him that shot, actually, in, in the next uh, hiring cycle. But that's on, but potentially on his way to that head coaching rank.
1: Yeah. No, there's no, and listen, he brought in Daryl Bevel, who has way more experience than him. Oh, yeah. Also. Yeah. So he doesn't have an ego in that sense. But the way I look at Weaver, okay, if worse, something comes off the rails or whatever, maybe that, that might be one of your options there. Two, this one's kind of the weakest point out of all of them. Um, because you do weaken Baltimore, but really for how long? I mean, John Harbaugh has replaced so many coaches, and it continues to roll. But for the time being, you did weaken them for a moment because now you do have to replace a good young coach. Um, and, and then obviously he understands what he has to do with the players. He said it already with with, with the cornerback. He understood, oh, no, I got I got to move this guy around. This guy's the ultimate chess piece. And then here's the other thing. I want Patrick Queen in a Dolphin uniform. (laughs) This is a good way to get Patrick Queen next to David Long. You know, because I don't think Jerome Baker is back. You know, I don't think X is back. I don't think, uh, um, what's it called, Wilkins is back. So you're going to free up a lot of money. You're going to have to sign some guys. that that You can work those contracts and move some of that money. I think Patrick Queen is a guy that, anthony weaver can help me bring in so what do you think about all those things
2: and all right so uh, we we touched on patrick queen quickly last time but uh, have you uh checked the the contract i haven't even looked at uh, where he is oh well he's uh he's, a free agent. he's available this off season yeah uh, he's a he's free agent a- this off season. yeah okay yeah yeah so uh, yeah that would be uh, an
1: intriguing can't afford, uh, can't afford uh option sign somebody that the Dolphins can't do that. They can't go trade and sign somebody. That's not it. It's free agent, and Pat Pat is a free agent, bro. So he right. would be perfect in the middle with David Long, bro. Perfect. Hey, you might be formulating that
2: Dolphins defense where, from your Christian Wilkins prediction to then. Uh, to, to then if it's Patrick Queen go, going in to be that guy with David Long or yeah, with David Long, then uh, you might just uh, be nailing it down. Uh, I think you've got like all the, that cap figured out to because it, it would, it would pretty much slide right in. If you can, if you go ahead and free up w- without the Christian Wilkins contract on, on board next year, uh, which they have, they'll have a, that, uh, that franchise tag uh, decision to make now coming up uh, then, then, yeah, that, I mean that seems to be a fit, and then obviously uh, Weaver was with him in Baltimore, so uh, you know, not coaching his uh, position specifically, but they're in the same building. And as far as uh, as far as Weaver, also to to the point. Now people might bring up that well, uh, uh, John Harbaugh in Baltimore, he was uh, looking at at, at uh, or to be that next defensive coordinator, uh, but it seemed like that he he really it it was a situation where he had two great defensive coordinator candidates and then one was the immediate urgent need that was about to potentially go to uh, another spot um, with uh, with Mike McDonald going to Seattle if he was going to end up just snagging him uh, over that way so it seemed like that's how it just broke down timing wise and really they were just probably on even footing uh, at the end of the day as far as uh, candidates to go to that next step so uh, just and, to sort of and on so that. the
1: beginning of Harbaugh's staff, it's very minimal because he does an exceptional job of finding the next guys and the next guys, and that which is – that's the job of a head coach. It's not just building one staff. It's continually rebuilding your staff. That's, that's, that's what makes you a great head coach. If you can't do that, not just once, but over and over again, you will not be a good head coach for a long time. It's just going to be really, really hard in order for you to survive. You've got to pick some really good assistant coaches. And John Harbaugh does an awesome job of that, dude, every time. yeah. Man. yeah. And Impressive. this
2: offseason has been a, a revamping of the defensive side uh, of the staff. So, um, yeah, that was one question I did want to get into Weaver that uh, shortly after the press conference was how much was it um, you know, collaboration between him and Mike McDaniel or if it was just him uh, – making these decisions uh, at sort of with the keys of the defense that uh, he needed some of uh, some new blood, some new guys on that defensive side of the staff to be his assistants for uh, the system. Cause a lot of those assistants, they've now coached in, in all the, the different systems, whether it's Boyer and Floyd, Flores uh, before Fangio, then Fangio. And then now um, like Austin Clark is still around Then he's going to be going through all, the, all of these different uh, staffs. So uh Campanelli uh, would have been in, in line for that, but, you know, had to, to go ahead and uh, and move on to Green Bay, um, especially after two off seasons where he didn't get the defensive coordinator uh, promotion once he was uh, interviewing for it. So, you know, understandable there. But then also Ronaldo Hill, Sam Madison uh, getting replaced uh, at their positions.
1: All right. So uh, what are you working on the uh, Sunset my man? It is. Uh, yeah. And it's the offseason. Well-
2: yeah, I'm I'm thinking, uh, you know, this week will be. Uh, I'm assuming just a finalization of this coaching staff because I think the Dolphins would want to get all that uh, done by the combine, so that they have their guys that are checking in on prospects uh, at different positions. Uh, so I think we'll be wrapping up on that, and then uh, just getting ready for the combine uh, next week, getting out there, and uh, and uh, that's always a, an interesting time where uh, you get the networking that, that goes on over there. You're gonna be out there in Indy. The not,
1: uh, not yet I'm not I'm deciding I may go I may not go I don't know yet bro um, okay yeah the Knights aren't um as active as uh, they used to be okay um,
2: I only know what they are now so I, I can't compare
1: yeah uh nF do you think you see a ton of NFL people out there not agents uh, yeah I mean I
2: yeah, you see them all around. Now, then also you end up just seeing other sports writers that are doing the same thing as you uh, uh, out and about. But and then you from my perspective, sometimes I just end up talking to them because those are like friends of mine that I've met from other markets. And then right. you run into them at the combine. So there, there ends up being some of that, too. But then, uh, yeah, you know, uh, good networking overall as far as the, yeah, the the agents are around and then just
1: uh, yeah the agents are around for sure but the per the pro people the 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 assistant they coach, may tend
2: to stay out stay away from uh from yeah. it a little bit although i mean yeah no i mean but there's some high-ranking people that i
1: that i i've seen out uh, uh
2: yeah, sometimes too.
1: yeah yeah it. but but mm-hmm. it, it, when i went last year i i noticed that it was, the person you know and I talk to them I call them and I'm like yo man you coming out now nah, I don't want to be out there I don't want to be I don't want people taking pictures of me and alcohol and all that so mm-hmm. um, it's uh, they're a little worried about it. they kind of they a lot of them are staying in and then they're just sleeping after they're they're done with their interviews at it because usually they end at 11 at night that's usually when when the wolves come out at night the personnel people come out after 11. That's usually the time that they come out. And, man, last year, I I was disappointed with the lack of activity at times. So Mm -hmm. that's why I, like, you know, if I could just get the information by phone, then I'll just do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Although I will say this, uh, I've got to get to uh, pick up a few more new names because some of my guys have gotten old. Some of my guys are retiring and some of my guys are leaving the business. So... Mm -hmm. That is one thing that's actually changed for me over the years because uh, it's a 30 year cycle, dude. And so, mm. some have been, you know, some of them have been sh- stepping out. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh,
2: Shuffling, huh?
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, for me, uh, I think the East West and the Senior Bowl are better usually for trying to okay. track kind of people down, you know, because. Of, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the yeah, last couple uh, of years,
2: uh, Perk has been right. a
1: wonder about the east west in vegas because that's so spread out that's yeah, so hard to track people down in in, in mobile it's easy because there's only a couple bars yeah yeah there's two spots right <laughs> you know you're not getting away from me dude you know? <laughs> so you know if you're out i'm gonna see you if you're not then you're you know you're not but but it's just it's just weird dude i used to be able to sit with six seven assistant coaches and personnel directors and smoke cigars for hours i i i don't do that anymore that's that they don't do that anymore they don't hang out like that anymore smoke yeah. is and trouble and probably, I, probably me, set
2: up too let me tell you let, something. they get their own table or something instead of
1: being out there with everyone i'll tell you what we did one night i didn't do it but i was part of it okay i was with some assistant coaches okay this is May God strike me with a lightning bolt right now. Okay. We went and got a a bar that was right there on Daphne. I think it was called The Leaf. Okay. And it was about a couple assistant coaches, a couple of scouts, no media. I was the only media member there. Okay. They brought in four girls. The place was not for smoking. But we made it a a smoke show. And then the girls were just giving dances all around. This was no more than seven, eight years ago. Okay. Now, they did this. the The only people that were there, the people that knew each other, we locked the doors. Boom. These guys were drinking. They were getting their dances, talking bullshit. Nobody ever could see it. You know what I mean? But that was immobile. And that is two blocks away from, from the from the main hotel we were at. Okay. So we were right there, right around the corner. But again, it was just a, a private thing. You know what I mean? But nowadays, these guys will go out less and less and less because they don't want to get caught with a drink in their hand, with a with a cigar or anything like man. I used to go to Sammy's in Mobile. Now that's been closed for a few years, but I could go to Sammy's back in the day. And now I'm, talking, now I'm talking 15, 20, 25 years ago. And I could talk to an assistant coach, a personnel director, a college director, scouting. And we're in the middle of a strip club. Okay? And they're getting dances. And they're going back in the champagne room with one or two girls. I could tell you about head coaches that were doing that. And all that. Not that I would ever say it publicly. I, I cannot. No names. Re- yeah, we don't have to say names. No, no. I'm, I would never say any names. But my point is, that's how much it's changed. That's how much it's changed. That these guys just don't even go out nearly as much. That's why I ask you, when you were out, did you see a lot of, you know, personnel directors and scouts and and people like that? And it's really hard to find, dude. Because I used to go to the Olive, and I could hang out there, and there'd be 10, 15 different personnel people smoking cigars. Now they won't even go out to just smoke cigars. It's the yeah. weird. I used to I used to smoke a cigar with Tom Condon every year. Every year, Tom Condon and I would sit there at the Olive and bullshit for three hours and smoke a cigar. I would do it. By the way, I, I used to do it uh, at the Olive. No no dirty places with Ron Rivera all the time. Hmm. And then he became a head coach, and then now uh, and then Ron. Now I may be able to bother Ron now that he's not a head coach. Oh became a head coach he didn't hang out anymore when he was an assistant he and i used to hang out all the time at the combine and sit there and talk for a couple of hours you know that that's the kind of shit that i miss dude that i'm i'm just not able to do nearly as much because they're not willing to do it in public
2: yeah no i get it and uh, it's a byproduct of the smartphone era of the social media era and uh yeah you know us media members that sort of, you know, know what's going on and know how to, to respect people's time and, and, and that, that they're making when they're making a public appearance or anything, uh, we're not going to be out there doing that like us reporters, but um, you never know what fans are just going to be out there, recognize a face and go just, you know, snapping pics of someone. So I get it. I think a lot of them probably do want to stay in. And then they got an early morning, maybe the next day with interviews, and Because, uh, I mean, those are some long days of the combine I mean, for, for myself as a writer. I mean, you get up early for uh, prospect uh, media interviews that they do uh, that start at 8 a.m. Uh, and then uh, you're trying to be out uh, to, to meet people and see um, the team personnel when they're getting out from scouting guys after running drills. Uh, you know, deep into, you know, early morning, basically. So those end up being some really long days for, for anyone. So I get it when people are just trying to just get their sleep because uh, they got a big work day the next day anyway, or just trying to avoid the crowds, avoid all the hassle of anything that uh, could come up, any negative implications from, Uh, Just being out, or just if they are out, maybe they're getting their own private uh, area, uh, just somewhere, Uh, get their own table, so they're at their own table instead of just out with uh, with the crowd. So uh, a bunch of different factors. So I have really, I don't really have the past to compare it to. I just have last couple that what. So now I'm going on my third combine, so that's really just I've only seen you know what it is now. So uh,
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So I can't compare it to oh man, the old days were we're a lot better if uh, from that perspective.
1: All the old days were a hell of a lot better, yes. <laughs>
2: I still see yeah. the Dallas Cowboys bust. I know that's legendary from yeah, everything I've funny. heard.
1: Yeah, yeah. Every time it's always there. Yeah. I uh I have a legendary Dallas Cowboys story. I'll tell you one day. Okay.
2: <laughs> that, that is not for for the air. <laughs> no.
1: No. 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 Not at all. Yeah. One day I'll tell you that uh, that story when we're alone somewhere. All right, uh, we'll hope maybe
2: it's an indie, maybe it's an indie in a couple of weeks.
1: Maybe, maybe, but uh, that one will trip you out if I tell you that story. That's okay. for sure. But anyway, yeah, the the stuff that happens on the road, woo, doggy man, <laughs> and the stuff that used to happen on the road is <laughs> is the stuff of uh, of legends uh, back in the day. So yeah, that was uh, that was fun. But again, it was great because for information purposes. God, it was it was the golden era. <laughs> you know, at least for me, it was the golden era in that sense. Now, phones and everything else and social media just ruin so much, and and guys have to kind of change their ways, which is uh which is a shame, unfortunately. All right, follow him on Twitter at David Faronis underscore and catch his work there at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. David, as always, thank you, my brother. Yes, Enjoy sir. your week, my friend. Appreciate it. Got it. There you go. David Feronis getting it done. Welton Realm. Jeff Welt knows how to get it done. Daniel Realm knows how to rock it out, baby. 954 966 4646 So let me tell you, we're dealing with a personal injury, bankruptcy, commercial litigation, homeowner property damage, business owner claims, condo damage, criminal defense. Please call Welt and Realm. And by the way, the consultation's completely free. They've got an office in Hollywood, but it doesn't matter where you live. You can call. It's a consultation that's free. You can do a lot of it by phone. Even one of our listeners in Orlando hired Welt and Realm. 954-966-4646. They brought Progressive to their knees for us, and it was amazing. So that's why I'm telling you, you call Jeff Welt. He knows how to get it done. 954 966 Forty six, forty
0: six. This has been another session of the Welton Rayom Miami Dolphins Report with David Veronis. At Welton Rayom, they don't get paid unless you win. They handle complex personal injury claims caused by the fault of another in both state and federal courts. They handle auto, trucking, motorcycle slip and fall, and bicycle accidents. Call 954 966 4646. Welton Rayom can help. Ride,
1: ride ocala joe i have completely dropped the ball in the merch that's all on me okay um i'm dealing more with my damn foot and everything else god this thing is driving me crazy i can't believe it's six weeks of this thing with my foot oh god tomorrow i gotta go to the youth fair and i gotta get rolled in it's no fun not being able to walk around i gotta tell you it really is not fun Bradley Maddox, thank you for watching from North Texas, my friend. I appreciate you immensely. Remember, folks, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show, Cash App, or Venmo. Uh, What do we got? Ethereum is up uh, 3.5% over 2,900. H bar is over ten cents at thirteen percent, kicking some serious ass. Illuvium up over four percent. It's at one hundred and almost one hundred and four. It Was at one hundred and five, so it went down a little bit, but it, it's just going to go up, baby. Jasmine up almost eighteen percent right now. It's at seventy seventh thousandth of a penny. Uh, Solana is up to almost $114, man. It's up only 1%, but it's up 114 bucks. Uh Aletheia liquid intelligence token. It hit 4 cents over the weekend, and it is at 3.6 right now. And Bitcoin is holding strong over $52,000. Banks are closed today. They will reopen tomorrow. I'm expecting a mighty, mighty green day. Okay. What else do we have going on? Crypto wise, Akash is up 9% to 390. Swarm Networks is up 11% to 32 cents. Alephium is up 5% to 266. Hive Mapper, or Honey is the acronym, up 3% to 20 cents. Uh, What else? Uh, We gave you Ondo. Remember when we gave them Ondo a couple weeks back? It was at 24 cents. Do you know where Ando is now? 33? 33? It's up 19.6%. How how many of you? Because some of you said, hey, what was that, Ando? Did you get an Ando? Just saying. Not a financial advisor by any stretch. Giving you ondo at twenty four, and there was a little dip after I gave it to you twenty four and went to twenty two. I got in, and there it is, thirty two. So enjoy, enjoy your ondo. Uh, Miguel Cruz, yes, the All Star game is garbage. That's why I don't watch it. Um. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Queen would be a great fit for our linebackers. Hopefully Weaver can bring uh, High and other Ravens over, or him and other Ravens over, okay? Uh, to do, to do, to do, the party's over. Hopefully Weaver is a sideline guy. Uh, yes, he is. He already said that. I guess you didn't watch the press conference. Manny Rodriguez is in the house. Dan, are men that go to strip clubs or gentlemen's clubs considered perverts? In today's climate, um, I don't really give a shit. You know what I mean? So um, I don't think if you go to a strip club, you're a pervert. That's That's another form of entertainment. It's legal. There's nothing illegal about it. Right? So you know what I mean? Women go to that. Just because it's not your flavor, your style, and that's fine. But I don't pick on any guy that goes to a strip club. I mean, that's ridiculous. You know, and if especially if you're single, come on, look, I get it if you're married and you're you know trying to pick up some stripper or whatever, or having sex with her in the champagne room or whatever, you know, obviously that's the wrong stuff. But anybody that goes there for the entertainment purposes or somebody that's single, God bless you, dude. That's it, it, It's your your life. You do what you want. As long as you're not hurting anybody, right? If you're not hurting another human being or you're not taking advantage of another human being, or you're not doing anything illegal, which none of it is illegal. You know what I mean? I kind of find uh, if a man says this, then I kind of find you're kind of embarrassing for me. If you're thinking you're you're so worried about another guy going to a strip club, I kind of worry about you, dude. Is kind of what I worry about. Dude, sixty-seven is in the house. Stephen Harris. Stephen had a soggy weekend. Yeah, it was kind of uh, rainy. Uh, Raptor Jesus enthusiast the third says Caspa is the only crypto you need to hold for the bull run approaching. Top 20 with no tier one exchange. Well, Raptor, just so you know, okay, if you only hold one coin, then you're not really an investor. You're just a FOMO artist, and you heard it from somebody, and so you got in on one, okay? The worst thing anybody could ever do, unless it's just Bitcoin, is actually if you're a real investor, you want to diversify your portfolio just in case something goes wrong with Caspa. See, and then you have Cardano or you have Cosmos or you have Ethereum or you have Avalanche or you have something else to fall back on or many others to fall back on. So it's great that you believe in Caspa. It's fantastic. It's already made an enormous run. OK, so that's the run that a lot of people got rich on. I don't know if you're going to get rich on the next run. You might make some money. But personally for me, anybody that says they've got one coin, yeah, you know, I get it. You're not really an investor. You're just a FOMO artist into it, you know. It's kind of what it is. Go with your wives, bros. It will change your thought process. Trust me. Well, it all depends if your wife likes strip clubs. If she doesn't mind, then you can go. But, you know, you're not getting my wife to go to a strip club. So, you know, it all depends on who you're married to, okay? Uh, Why would going to a strip club be offensive to anyone? It provides pure entertainment. Exactly. God bless America and Tootsies, bro. There you go. Someone needs to ask who raised that man if he got offended by that. <laughs> Oh, thanks for doing your show yesterday on Twitter. Informative as always. Thank you, Sneak Attack 305. Very nice of you. Thank you for tuning in. Karun says nowadays, just looking in the direction of a woman wearing next to nothing at the gym is considered a pervert. W- women will take a video, post it, and ruin the poor guy's reputation. <laughs> Cap for Life says diversification is real, bro. Ira and Bonds is cool, but it's time to change the game. That's right. A real investor knows enough to diversify any portfolio. Amen to that, Brett. Amen to that. Do not lock yourself in in one place. Although, on the crypto side, if you just want to lock yourself into Bitcoin, that's you know that's the big dog. That's not that's not going to fail. That thing is, that's the most successful uh, commodity in the world, Bitcoin, by miles. Okay. Just like the most successful landscaper in the world is William Quigley and Cutter's Edge Pro Baby 9544720622 synthetic turf which my dogs love. Irrigation, they got it. Lighting, landscape design, tree trimming and removals, they do it all. And so take your home, take your HOA complex, take your business to the next level. They have over 70 trucks. They've been here in South Florida. They are established, they are dominant, they are a force. And when you t- when you expect excellence, then you expect Cutter's Edge Pro. So call William Quigley and Mike and all the great people out there, man. They know how to get it done. Dade Broward or Palm Beach counties. Tell them that Big O sent you. And if you have dogs like I do. The synthetic turf is the greatest invention in mankind. I'm telling you. And they are the best at installing it. I already told you a couple months back, I got a buddy of mine. He wanted to go cheap. So he didn't call Cutter's Edge. He called somebody else and got the synthetic turf. And he thought, I've had mine for nearly two years. Not one stinking blade of grass has ever gone through. He had his for six months, and grass was growing through it. Now he's in litigation and all that. Because, you know, sure, you could go find somebody cheap, and they'll give you skinny trees, and they'll give you cheap flowers, and they won't do the installation the right way, and then you'll be complaining a couple months later and all that stuff. You need to do it right. You need to do it one time and do it right. And maintenance is also their expertise. So if you're having trouble keeping up your business, your HOA complex, your home, whatever, Call Cutter's Edge Pro man, they can help you out with maintenance. They can come by whatever it is you need. Once every 2 weeks, once a month, once every 2 months, once every 3 months, whatever it is you need, please call the great people at Cutter's Edge Pro. They will take care of you. 954-472-0622. Do it and do it right with Cutter's Edge Pro. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, let's see. Good morning, Bigo and Sean, and to you all in the chat. Thank you, Lenny. Rosendo is in the house. Uh Oh, what do you feel about franchising Wilkins? Forgive me if I missed this previously. Um, I've already said it. That's not going to happen. There will be no franchising anybody. Okay? They can't afford to do that. They will let go of Wilkins. That's it. Wilkins is gone. Wilkins is not coming back. I've been telling you this now for about two months. Wilkins is not coming back. Okay? It's over. Moving on. All right? Move on. Um, They will not sign him, and he will outprice himself like he did last year. And he wasn't happy last year. No matter what you saw in public. Okay? Okay? No matter what you saw in public, he was not happy about not getting his contract last year. And he ends up getting the sacks against the lesser, lesser teams. And I don't think that that will result in the contract that he wants. And he's probably going to ask for even more than he did last year. And Miami is not going to be willing to pay it, and they're not going to tag him. Because that's a hard cap number. They're not going to tag anybody. So he's gone. Okay? Zach Sealer does the same thing for half the money that he wants. It's just not going to happen. So just preparing you guys for a while now. Um, there'll be no extension. There'll be no tag. They will move on. Big old, I used to get penthouse magazines for the articles only. Honest. I thought it was Playboy with the good articles. I thought it was, you know, Penthouse with the great babes. I, I, I'm i sorry, Brett. I got Playboy for the articles. I got Penthouse for the women. I'm a little different than you. I mean, you know, they're great articles. I mean... Hot women, so it, it all goes, you know, in its place. That's all. Penhou- Penhouse Penthouse for the women, Playboy for the articles. I had no problem with that. I don't know about you, but I, I didn't find Penhouse's articles very entertaining. Their pictorials, yeah. Now that was just absolutely outstanding. So, uh, wait, no Wilkins. So who's going to grab Josh Allen's uh, mangina? <laughs> Scholar Tipton. Oh, the reason. Cyril Cyril is successful is because of Wilk. Oh, Sealer is successful because of Wilkins. I get that he may not be coming back, but Wilkins anchors his D line and makes those around him successful. That shouldn't be overlooked. Okay. Well, we're gonna find out next year, right? Because he won't be here next year, so you'll find out about Sealer and you'll find out about everybody else, and then we'll find out. You know how 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 truly important it is. Okay, let's let's find that out. All right, that's what I want to know. Uh, Do you think they will try to sign Robert Hunt and Connor Williams and or Eichenberg? Yeah, I think they're sign all three next year. I I, I think they're com- they're convinced in signing Connor and Hunt. And I think they bring back Eichenberg for the debt purposes for sure. Didn't Penthouse have a good crossover puzzle? Crossover puzzle, or was that Hustler? Hmm, not sure. Maybe it was OOI or WE or whatever the hell you want to call it or Jugs. Would hate it. Wilkins is not franchise. And he goes to another team and has a monster year. Well, I mean, you know, that's kind of the way it goes. Big O, if and when Jimmy gets released and he is cheap, should the Dolphins bring him? Jimmy? Who's Jimmy? If and when Jimmy gets released and he is cheap, should the what Jimmy is he talking about, Frankie? Garoppolo. Oh God, no, no. Why would you bring Garoppolo in? For what? For what? You're going to start with the competition stupid shit again? Come on, dude. Why are you going to bring an injury-prone player? That doesn't make any sense. And you're going to pay a boatload of money to have him sitting there? Because they're going to pay him money because he can start. I wouldn't want him starting on my team for no way in any shape, way, or form ever. You might. You might want him on your team, but I wouldn't. You know what I mean? It's just you guys got to stop with the quarterback stuff already. That's all. You got to stop with the quarterback stuff already. And I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't bring Garoppolo in as a backup because he has no cojones. The guy folds like a cheap tent every single time, dude. I want nothing to do with Garoppolo at all. I wouldn't want him as a starter, as a backup, as a third stringer. I wouldn't want his ass on my team at all. Okay? He is one of the most unreliable players I have ever seen in my life. If he doesn't break down, he chokes. So, yeah, no, I'm good. There's lots of other things I'm worried about. I'm not worried about the backup quarterback position. You know, Frankie, I get it, bro. You don't like the guy. You don't want to. So you come up with all these stupid other things that you come up with. I get it, bro. You you need to call that stuff to the other shows. They want to talk that silliness. That silliness is just not here, bro. Not here i'm not I'm not for that. I'm not for any of that shit. you know? Get a young developmental guy, not Jimmy Garoppolo dude. Uh, you know, so anyways. Uh, let's see what else do we have going on? Uh, let's get to our three a graphics sports calendar. Why don't we? Alan Blanco and the great people at 3A Graphics, Custom Printing and Embroidery, 786, 618, 1443. Panthers over the Lightning, 9-2. They have won now 11 straight road wins. It's absolutely crazy. They've outscored opponents during that streak, 51-18. to They're 2-0 against Tampa Bay this year. They beat them 3-2 on December 27th. Tomorrow, they will take on Ottawa at the Amaret Bank Arena. Yesterday, FAU will now drop out of the top 25. Why? South Florida defeated number 24, FAU, 90 to 86. Now, it was no fluke. South Florida is 19 and 5, 12 and 1 in the American Conference, which drops FAU to 10 and 3 in the American Conference. John L. Davis had 20 points. Chris Youngblood had 23 for South Florida. Selton Miguel came off the bench for South Florida with 25. So FAU now, probably moving on unranked Thursday, will take on SMU. Lady Canes lost to FSU yesterday, 74-68 to 68. Thursday. They're at Virginia. NBA All-Star Game yesterday, West over the East. I'm sorry, East over the West, 211-186. The Heat are off till Friday when they take on the Pelicans on the road. 8 o'clock tip-off for that. Friday night, NSU defeated Palm Beach Atlantic 115-96. to 96. MJ Araldi with 21 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 steals. Mike Moore added 15 points, and Trey Dooms added 15 points. Wednesday, NSU is back in action at the Rick Case Arena to take on Barry University at 7.30. That is your 3A graphics sports calendar. All right, all right, all right. For those of you that don't know, uh, Dolphins added former player coach Ronnie Bradford. Bradford was a former draft pick of the Dolphins back in the 90s. He was Montana's defensive coordinator last season. He will be the senior special teams assistant. And again, why Danny Crossman is still employed, I have no idea. And there's really nothing to add about Ronnie Braf- Bradford to be quite honest. I guess we'll get to know him here, to be honest here on that one. What else are we going to know, you know? Uh, let's see what else do we have. Oh, let's uh let's do a little a little music and entertainment. You know, I I think I'm going to drag my ass to a concert on Friday. Yeah. Because um, most of you won't even know what the hell I'm talking about. Vandenberg is coming to town. And I am a big Adrian Vandenberg fan from back in the 80s. Okay. With weight and uh, and, um, what's that uh, famous song? Oh, God. The uh, Broken Heart or whatever. I forgot. I'm I'm, I'm brain farting now. But um, anyway, so Adrian Vandenberg had a a, a couple tunes back in the day with his band Vandenberg. And then recently had uh, the Moon Kings. And so now he is uh, um, touring. And Friday he is going to be at the Parker. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I, I want to go badly. I want to go see Adrian Vandenberg. But anyway, what can I tell you? You know? got to see Adrian Vandenberg, really. Last time I saw Adrian Vandenberg was back in the 80s, and it was at the Sporto, and they were opening for somebody. Who I have no idea. I don't know which one it was, if it was a Van Halen concert or... Rush or something. I, I don't know. I don't know what Vandenberg opened up Motley Crue or something. It was a long, long time ago, but I know I saw them and I still think I have the concert shirt somewhere that doesn't fit me anymore. At least for now. I mean, the way uh, the pace. I'm. Can you get? Can you guys see it in the face? Huh? You see it in the face. Yeah. I'm getting losing that weight. Oh, I got to shave some. But anyway, I want to do that. So hopefully we'll be able to uh to go see Adrian Vandenberg on Friday. It would be really, really nice. All right, let's go with uh birthdays, first of all. Uh let's see what we have here. Nikola Jokic is 28 years old today. Seal. Is 60. It says rock singer. He's not a rock singer. He's a pop singer. <laughs> rock singer. Get the hell out of here. Smokey Robinson. Jesus Christ. He's amazing. 83 years old. Um, Let's see. Who else? This is kind of a weak list uh, today. Mauro Icardi. Soccer player is 30. Eric Lange. TV actor is 50. Joey Diaz, comedian, 60. Uh, Haley Duff is 38. Camille Kostic is 31, the model. And that's it. That's it. It's kind of weak sauce today. And uh give you some uh some music. Wednesday night, you can go see Rick Springfield at the culture room. Friday, you can see Rick Ross at the Dare Nightclub in South Florida. Friday, Trapped is at Seven Circuit Productions in Miami. Never been there. Friday, Glenn Hughes at the Culture Room. Friday, Ronnie Cycli at the Jolene Sound Room in Miami. Friday, I will drag my ass there. I want to see Vandenberg at the Parker. Saturday, Stevie Nicks at the Hard Rock Live. CeeLo Green Saturday at Club 11 in Miami. And Saturday, Johnny Mathis at the Broward Center. There you go. That's some of the stuff in music. And in Burning Heart, there it is. This Burning Heart of mine. Yes, that's it. Yes, 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 yes. Burning Heart. Burning Heart, Weight. Um, it's, uh, God, I hate that I, I am brain farting so much. And I love that first Vandenberg album. Is it you be hanging on the phone? Trying to reach me. You can't live it alone, my woman. Can't you see? Your love is in vain. Yeah. Back on my feet. I'm back on my feet again in the double bass. Yeah. And wait, wait, wait till the shit hits the fan. That's right. And then burning heart. Ready for you. I'm ready for you. That's a good album, man. Those first four songs, first five songs. Your love is in vain, back on my feet, wait, burning heart and ready for you. Like awesome. Nothing to lose is a good is a good one too. Oh, I got to see I got to see Adrian again. Haven't seen Adrian in years. So it is time for me to see Adrian Vandenberg one more time. Jugs Magazine was such a classic. Oh, God, yes. Especially when you found them in the trash and you're a 10-year-old. FAU has not been playing with the same intensity as they were last year. They were committing so many turnovers and missing free throws they were making last year. I mean, they had a hell of a run last year, man. And now everybody's targeting them. But by the way, South Florida was good going into the game. They were better than FAU they had a better conference record and they left with a better conference record. Uh Gordon says I agree, oh. They have to they have young developmental QBs. They already had the veteran injury prone vet. That was Teddy. Um Tua is the vet now. We need to develop the, like the Packers too. Exactly. Big O, never seen the Panthers play any better in their 30 years than they are right now. No, no, this is the best team we've ever had. Most complete team. Uh, I like the signing of DeLon Wright. Dude, we had Kyle Lowry here. So having Rogier and DeLon Wright, it just makes you better. Are you championship caliber? No. But, you know, here's the – and I'm glad you you led me to this, Frankie. Don't like the backup silly shit that you brought in, but this I do like. And one of the things that I love about what's going on with the Heat right now is the intrigue because we saw the last two games how they should play. So now I'm intrigued. Now when you come back on, what is it, Thursday or Friday? Thursday, right, or Friday? What is it? It is Friday. So Friday when you come back at 8 and you start playing the rest of the stretch run now, are you going to play like you played the last two games? Because if you are, I'm super excited that you can actually make some noise. So if you're actually going to give a shit about the game and play hard and play the right way, like you did the last two games, where you were more of a three-point team than a two-point team, then I'm all in. And what I love about Terry and DeLon is that they're ball handlers. They can defend a little bit. They can facilitate. They can score a little too. But you have enough scoring around you that you just got to play the game. And they can do that. They can just be the point guards and do their job. They don't have to carry the team. They've got plenty of other guys that can shoot and score. So I'm really excited about this because maybe we'll get a team that actually gives a shit now and can play the right way. I got to tell you, I'm so tired of this coasting bullshit in the regular season. Jesus, I am tired of the coasting bullshit in the regular season. Man. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, and one more thing. It's kind of what I talked about with Bam, right? And the reason why we have this discussion, I tell you all the time that, that Bam isn't a franchise player. Super role player. He's fantastic. He's very good. Very good. Very good player. Okay? But not a franchise player. Never will be. Why? Because you have to be willing to impose your offensive will in today's game. Bam never does that. Doesn't do it for the Miami Heat. So last night he plays in the All-Star game, and he scores two points. Like, you, you, dude, it's not in you. You don't ever want to be the man. You always want to be the support guy. You never want to be the man. Ever. So how can you be a franchise player if you never want to be the man? If you never want the game on your hands at the end of the game, if you never are the one to impose your offensive will, Please explain to me how you can be a franchise player. In today's basketball, this is in the 90s, where you scored 85, 90 points a game, and points were a premium, so you could be a defensive stalwart and be a star in those days. Not now. So I'm just wondering, like, at what point? You never do it in Miami. And last night, you're there, you're... You got a shot at he, – he shot 1-3, and he made it, by the way. But just it, it's – he is what he is. He's such a nice man. He has no SOB in him, and he never will because he's just not wired that way. Uh, let's see – Let's see. Let's see. GP Trap likes uh, Vandenberg, too. I like that. Very good. Uh, Vishal says, I wish my magic would have a dra- drafted a Haquez over sorry-ass uh, Jeff Howard. Hey, listen, bro. You're a magic fan. You should be grateful you're pretty good now because your franchise has been absolutely horrible for a long time, and they've been screw-ups forever. So right now they're actually doing more right than wrong. So you, know, you got to give your magic a little props here. At least they're doing something. Before they weren't even, they weren't even anything. Uh, Big o, I hope Inter does not have injury issues like the Dolphins. We already lost our fan, our, our Farias for the whole season. Kramoski is out for about two months and mess, Messi looks shaky. What, maybe it's the trainers, Frankie. Because that's what they do with the Dolphins. Don't I get the idiot Dolphin fans say? oh, it's the trainers. No, it's not, moron. Oh, it's the grass. No, it's not, dude. It's just bad luck. It's all it is. But I'm surprised you're not blaming the trainers for intermime. I'm surprised after the Heat lost Terry and um, Jay Rich on the same night, I'm surprised Heat fans didn't come out and say it's the trainers. Like some of our dumbass Dolphin fans. Oh, it's the trainers. We got to look at the trainers. That's some stupid shit, dude. Bam started in an All-Star game. Does that change anything? No, dude. Bam doesn't. Bam is Bam, bro. No. CeeLo Green. That's a name I haven't heard since 2005. Surprise, he's still making music. Oh, you should be a singer. Hell yeah. John says, "Lost all respect for the Grammys when in 1980, Ricky Lee Jones won Best New Artist over the Pretenders, their debut of all time. Greats. R.I.P. James Honeycutt Scott. Chucky's in love. One song, that's it. We do this for some people they get this one song, and then we give them like this, this stature, like they they don't a stature they don't deserve." It's great. You got one song, but you don't go over artists that have tons of songs, you know? Oh, did you hear about Air Supply coming to the Magic Casino on March 8th? Not bad. Maybe I could take the wife there. Uh, Did I enjoy outdoor hockey this weekend? No. Uh, Big O, do you think the Florida Panthers are finishing the number one seed? Yes, I do. Did you say Seal, Lee Marvin, Jeff Daniels, Benicio Del Toro, Millie Millie Bobby Brown, and Roger Goodell all born today? I didn't say all those people. Uh, Big O going back to the Dolphins with the new DC. I think it's time for the Dolphins to turn the page without X and give Cam Smith the opportunity. Well, we'll find out now. He's got to earn it. X is gone anyways. X has been gone. Uh Robert T is in the house. Big O, hear me out. It's the Indian burial ground, just saying. <laughs> I was watching a um God. Now I'm forgetting the the name of these islands that I was watching. It's It's over by um, Indonesia, I think it is, if I'm correct. And uh, I was watching this special yesterday. And um, I'm interested in all kinds of different things, right? So this is kind of weird. But it reminded me of Dolphin fans. Okay, so there's these islands just outside of Indonesia on the coast. And these islands, and Indonesia, by the way, specifically get... Pummeled by a tsunami on average every 200 years. Seriously. 200, 210, 230, right around there, right? And and by the way, they're due now. Okay. And so it's it's a it's a it's a really funky story. Okay. So it's off the coast of Indonesia, these islands. It's with an M. I I I forgot that it's not Maldivas, is it? No, it's not Maldivas. It's something anyway. So these islands, it's like three islands, and they're off the coast, and, and they happen to be on a tecto- tectonic plate, right? So I'm watching this, and these islands literally get taken underwater because it's under a tecto- tectonic plate that the tectonic plate, this one, is going this way, and the one that the three islands are, it's pushing it down. As it pushes it down, it literally... Pushes the islands under, right? A couple inches, whatever. It's not a huge, right? But apparently, the tsunami happens every couple hundred years because eventually the tectonic plate kicks up. After being brought down to a certain point, it kicks up. And when it kicks up, gazillions of gallons of water get displaced, and boom, you have your tsunami. And then they get pummeled with tsunami. And so I was watching uh, a whole special on, you know, uh, how they predict tsunamis and all that kind of stuff and, and all that, and all that. So I learned about that and I started to think about it. And I said, that's dolphin fans right there. I love those kind of analogies. Right. Cause it, but in other words, instead of every 200 years, it happens for us every hundred, every year. I'm sorry. Every year we get taken down, poof, The end of the season, pa tsunami. (laughs) Every year we're we're those islands that get pummeled and get taken under. Oh man, hilarious. I saw that. I go, that's us. That's Miami Dolphins fans every single year. The tectonic plate takes us under during the season, the end of the season, pa. Tsunami, and the world comes to an end. Oh, man. Too funny. Too freaking funny. By the way, we hired a former Dolphin in Ronnie Bradford. The Raiders are hiring running backs coach Carnell Williams. Okay? Carnell Williams was the Auburn. Uh, running backs coach. If I remember correctly, when I met uh, Carnell Cadillac Williams, because that was his name, it was Carnell Cadillac Williams. It was Ronnie Brown in the same backfield for Auburn. But the part that a lot of people don't know, okay, is that... um. Brandon Jacobs was the third guy at Auburn but he decided to transfer to Southern Illinois the Salukis cuz of playing time. So he didn't think he was going to get playing time. And so then, you know, he ended up in the NFL with the Giants and had some good years. Brandon Jacobs was a good running back, but you think I know Cadillac had the injuries, but you think of Ronnie Cadillac and Brandon Jacobs and all three were, you know, together. That's pretty freaking cool. Let me see if I have the if I have the Cadillac Williams promo do we have the Cadillac Williams promo here still
0: we're talking with Cadillac Williams. do you hear the talk Cadillac because oh, Ronnie was the number two pick and obviously you're a top the five interview. pick also
1: this is, the interview. this
2: is Casey Blake and you're talking sports with the Big O
1: yeah no that was that was the interview but I know Cadillac did a promo for me. I guess I didn't uh, – did I record it? I probably did, but it's not on this one. What a shame. But you know who's here for you?
0: Hi, this is quarterback Chad Henney and listen to the Big O.
1: Chad Henney, there for you, okay? How about this guy, huh?
0: Hey, this is Coach Frank Martin from Kansas State, and you're listening to the Big O
1: really in South Carolina, but, you know, that was back in the day. What are you going to do? Shit happens. Anyway, so Cadillac Williams get hired by the Raiders, and he also played a little bit with the Raiders. There you go. Lillard won the three-point contest. McClung won the dunk. Jamie did all right. Oh, did you guys see this story? Rick Patino. <laughs> Sean, did you, did you see the Rick Patino story at all? Did you see it? No? So apparently, St. John's is not doing very good here in Rick Patino's run. So, a Hall of Fame coach earlier this season broke out of Hall of Fame levels of drama following a one point loss to Creighton by poo-pooing the idea of moral victories and saying he wanted to jump into the cold and die of frostbite. The 71-year-old proved Sunday that he still has his fastball when it comes to mellow drama. He went on another lengthy rant after St. John's fell at home to Seton Hall and called his first season with the Johnnies, listen to this, the most most unenjoyable experience of my lifetime. (laughs) We are so unathletic. That we can't guard anybody without fouling, says Patino. For me, I've always enjoyed the first year. I'm not going to lie to you. This is the most unenjoyable experience of my lifetime. This has been so disappointing. Look, Joel's slow laterally. He's not fast on the court, said Patino of Joel Soriano, the team's leading scorer. He wasn't done. Chris Ledlam, he's slow laterally. Sean Conway's slow laterally. Bradley's physically weak. Drissa is slow laterally. I tried to get AJ Store. I tried to get others. There were circumstances that had to be done over. They were out of my control. We had to bite the bullet and clean certain things out academically as well as athletically. It's what it, we had to do to start over. Calling his players slow and unathletic. They've got five games left. Now, here's where I think Patino's really slipping. Okay? All right? He's slipping. He's falling. He can't get up. And not because he's 71 years old. I've fallen and I can't get up. No, no, no. Where he's slipping and falling is that he – no prostitutes. What's wrong with the man? He's missing – the key ingredient, what has helped them have success in the past? Prostitutes, brothels, sex under a table at a restaurant. Come on, Rick, let's go. You're not you're, that's your problem. You're not allowing the Johnnies to use their johnnies. If Rick is gonna have success. It's got to be the Rick Patino way. Prostitutes and sex under the table. That's the Rick Patino way. That's how you produce victories. Seems to me like they're not having any sex. Missing ingredient. What is wrong with Rick Patino? Doesn't he know what he needs to do by now? Jesus. Those islands off of Indonesia are also home to the Komodo dragon. That's a nasty animal. They swallow their prey alive whole. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. It said Nomoko, Mango, and Fonafu. I don't know if those are – there was one with an M. I thought it was with an M yesterday, the piece that I was watching. I got to watch it again. I don't know why I forgot the name, but I was like, this is dolphin fans right here this is us gets sucked down by a tectonic plate it explodes the season ends and we've got a and we've got a tsunami of problems that's kind of that's I'm telling you it was us it's us Panthers versus Rangers in the Eastern Conference hey Damien whoever wants to go to lose they're more than welcome Boston the Rangers you name it they're all going to lose so it doesn't matter to me you they they can they whoever wants to take turns you can go ahead if in fact we can play the top 3 in a period each and beat all three of them so there you go all right what else do we have going on you know when sports and business collide There is something we love doing, and it's called the KSDTCPA Sports Business Report. Football. NFL football is very good business. CBS, by the way, cashed in an extra $60 million for the Super Bowl overtime commercials with Kansas City, who needed an extra quarter to beat the Niners. CBS broke all kinds of records for the Super Bowl. Ad revenue is one of them after reportedly scooping up an extra $60 million thanks to the OT. In fact, Sportico reports CBS raked in an extra $60 million from the 10 extra advertisements in the added period, taking their overall ad revenue from the game close to an eye-watering $700 million. The extra 10 TV commercials came during a 14-minute and 57-second overtime period, which allowed the Chiefs to seal their 25-22 win. It was reported that CBS initially had garnered a windfall of $635 million from the regular commercials, for the rest of the broadcast. Wow. So the going rate for a 30 second commercial was 6.47 million.
0: Yeah. It's
1: a lot of money, boys and girls. Good business. Uh, Oh, you kill it always with the analogies. I'm telling you, we are those islands. I saw that special yesterday. I go, that's us. That's us Dolphin fans. Just that one tectonic plate is bringing us down and our islands are going down and we're we're just in. We're buying it even more than bam. Tectonic plate pops up. Billions and trillions of gallons of water explode. Tsunami starts. And that's the end of our season. I mean, it's exactly us. Exactly, us, dude. I saw that yesterday. And I was like, "Wow, they, this is us. This is who we are." Big O, from my experience and the advice given to me by the doctors at, at Baptist Health Orthopedic, losing weight is the best thing you can do for your joints. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm gonna keep uh, doing it, bro. I'm definitely gonna keep doing it. And when I've when this foot is fixed, I am going on a workout like just gonna be a maniac. Every day I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna work out a lot and I'm gonna get in all kinds of great shape. So screw that, I am not doing this ever again, ever again. No way, I am not gonna allow myself to get this badly out of shape like I am right now. No freaking way, bro, no way. So it's over. And uh, I'm in the process of, as you can see, I am going to just try to keep losing weight if I can and, uh, and get down to about 200 is what I need to get down to. So I'm going to need to lose probably another 60 pounds or something like that. So, yeah, we're, we're going to do it, man. Screw that. I am not going to go through this anymore. So call our friends at KSDTCPA's 305-670-3370. By the way, they are hiring in Dade Broward and Palm Beach. They've got offices there. They've got an office in Charlotte, North Carolina also. And if you need help with your personal taxes, which tax season is right around the corner, or, of course, business taxes, which you need that guidance all year long, reach out to the great people at KSDT CPAs. And that is your KSDTCPA Sports Business Report.
0: This has been the KSDT Sports Business Report. KSDT CPA is one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDT is recognized by Forbes as one of the top tax and accounting firms for 2022. KSDT CPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit online at KSDTCPA.com or call 305 670
1: 3370. All right, all right, all right, folks. I appreciate all of you as always tuning in. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. We thank David Faronis. Uh, we got a loaded show tomorrow. Cam will join us. Ira will join us. David Dwork will join us. Uh, we'll have a bunch of interviews for you back at 10 a.m., ready to go, ready to rock. Uh, appreciate Sean Stanley, the man, the myth, the legend that knows how to get it done. Appreciate any of you out there. Whenever you're listening, if you want to send in a Cash App or Venmo donation, you can always do it, Cash App or Venmo At Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. And as always, you can send in a Bitcoin donation. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, same bat channel. Have a great one.